I want to take a quick second and talk about how you can support our show. I believe this is the most honest way that I can connect with you, the listener, and put it in front of everyone. You can support our show for as little as 99 cents a month. We release four podcasts a month, all at an average length of about an hour. That means you are supporting us at just 25 cents an hour. That's a, that's cheaper than the dollar menu. I think it's safe to say that we provide more value than that. And if you learn anything from our content, please consider becoming a supporter today with the link in the description of any episode or on the website at feedingcuriosity.net. And with that, thanks for listening and please enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Feeding Curiosity. As always, I'm your host, Eric Wenzel. And in today's episode, well, it's Saturday, 2-9-2019, one year of podcasting. This experiment project, uh, me rambling in a microphone, whatever you want to call it, interviewing deal has officially reached its first birthday. Uh, cue round of applause, sound effect deal. I might actually throw one in here because I can do that now with Inker as a host platform. And um, it's amazing to be here, guys. I really didn't expect it to do this, like at all. Um, and it feels really amazing. And I, and I am really excited to kind of just go over what the year's been like. So without further ado, here we go. Let's talk about some stuff and thing. And looking back at our playlist backlog of all of our episodes and things like that, this all started with basically being inspired by people around us. And the first episode we talked about was Elon Musk and how he inspires awe. Um, at the time, he had just launched the two rockets, uh, one carrying the... Uh, roadster that had spaceman in it and you could see the live stream with the rockets and then you had the two rockets landing back uh back at earth basically it was really really cool and i was it just felt really right uh back also back then i the reason i came up with the name was one of those things as i was working on uh previously my youtube channel under the handle of wenzeltron which has now been um relegated to the back burner because this is where all my time goes but Without experimenting with that, this podcast wouldn't exist because that was where I got my feet wet with all of this audio stuff, a little bit of video, and um, even graphics as well. And now it's all paying dividends now because I've been doing that stuff. And from there, the rest of this kind of fell out because of how my group of friends interacts. As many of you know, we have Joe Joukowsky and Jordan Chris as many, many times on the podcast. But the idea was that we were a group of friends that had these really open, long-winded conversations. And those conversations are what drove us as individuals and as a group. We all were very open about nuance, discussion, and trying to work through ideas. Um, myself included, as you can probably tell if you are a long-time listener, is a person who likes to take apart things and figure out how to apply them in my own life and do that for everything. So from there, we kind of went into ideas of different movies, like Annihilation being the first, ideas on the future, and just a whole bunch of other things. And then it got to the point where we we had kind of our biggest podcast of this discussion type, which was episode nine on anxiety, depression, and uh, addiction. 
and this was our largest one and, and unfortunately the audio is not too great in my opinion um, because I am a perfectionist <laughs> at heart and but this one I was actually kind of nervous to release this episode after the fact and with some editing problems and things like that because we had too many people around and not a very good spacing and it was kind of what launched me to try and make a setup which is now very still minimalist and things like that which is to being a table but we we didn't have a good setup to be able to hear everybody and make it sound as great as I wanted it to. But that was kind of a watershed moment that really, because I was nervous. Like, I didn't want people to think badly or any, you know what I mean? Just repercussions of the episode, which I haven't heard anything bad about it. And, um, if, if anything, I've heard people say, these are super relevant and you need to do it more. At the very least, after that... I had been reaching out to friends of mine outside of the normal friend group circle, and that's when we had Wyatt Mock as our first ever interview outside of a close friend and someone I could basically knew for more than a decade, basically. Um, and it was really, really fun to be able to have someone like him on the podcast and turn it into an event for myself because we actually went and he is an avid hunter, as you will hear in the podcast, and we went and shot bow and arrow at an archery range and things like that um shot practice archery i guess instead of shooting bow and arrow sounds terrible right um from there it started reaching out to other people like johnny michael who is a police officer and marine or sorry army veteran sorry 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 and after that brian peters came on and he was one of the first people that blew me away where i had to make sure that the podcast equipment was still recording because we just talked about so many crazy things that I felt privileged to be just in the presence of recording and he was the one who chose to articulate his story and his his troubles that he's been dealing with for all his life with me um which was really really cool after that it was the John Wipe episode which was the first uh co-worker of mine that we recorded an episode on what he does in his sales world and very very much a standard interview type and that we, I feel like that one has I learned a lot from in general and the next from there we had my good friend Dante who moved away to California and then I reached out to him while he was home and we had this really awesome eye-opening conversation and that's part of what this makes this podcast amazing is like with all of my closest friends when I get a microphone in front of them certain things come out of them that I didn't even know and wouldn't come up normally so it was really really cool to be able to be privileged enough to have a conduit basically for my friends to be able to open up in a different medium from there we had michael greenberg who is a dermatologist but very very much into the like being present and in the moment and having a mindful practice and you know his his quote that he has on his business card which i still resonate to this day and, and eventually we will have a round two of this one, but it's dermatology that touches the soul and has basically removing, bringing care back into these things. And it was one of my favorite ones. And in that actual podcast, I was the first podcast that I didn't do at home um, or second podcast really, but I, I went to his office to do that one. And that was just a really fun one. And, you know, it, it started showing me that this podcast was taking me to places that I didn't even know it was going to go and meeting people that for me, I really, it, it helped me, approach these things in a new way because the the way he articulates like meditative practice and and spiritual topics broadly speaking i i really needed someone that i could could articulate the ideas but without the extra baggage you know the pr that meditation has the bad pr that is 
And it, it really helped eye-open myself on that one. And from there, we get into the the Bill Water Street when I went to University of Michigan. So I took the podcast on road there. And then another returning NIU graduate, Dan Thiel, good friend on that one. So shout out to all these guys, seriously, like everybody on here. Um, and then we had Diana Fernares, who I randomly reached out to on uh, Instagram after kind of seeing her profile. I'm like, hey, I remember you from many years ago back in high school. Never was really friends, but thought what she was doing was really cool and just thought she had a unique perspective that I hope she would share. And that wound up being an awesome podcast. And that was our first podcast that we recorded on Skype. And then we met Claudia Skorin. So she is a mental health therapist specializing in adolescents and young adults. A really, really close to heart on that one as well. As you can tell, this mental health thing is, is really going to be a common theme. Um, from there, it was kind of just all of these, the rest of the events are a lot of people that have been on before with shout out to Joey Spangler, who was on for the first time, talking about film superheroes and Stan Lee, all things Marvel, Captain America, incarnate there. And then I had Tim Fisher and Michael Malley, who were my group members for my senior design project. So the other part of this is that the, the podcast is my way of capturing moments in time. And so by capturing moments in time, it, it's kind of showing the things I'm interested in at different times of as a year progresses, which is really fun. And then we also had Nick Bugle on, who shared his his path, basically finding like what he's interested in, just his exploration in the world. And then our last guest is Courtney Badio. Courtney shares her most recent adventures with her finishing her bachelor's degree at in London. And that was a really awesome experience to just kind of reconnect to someone who has been gone for the last three years and just being able to articulate her story. And then not, not only that is like, as the name says, it's curiosity. So th there's no, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to talk to anybody from anything. So even though I'm an engineer and, you know, very analytical and things like that, I, I really want to just be exposed to as many different types of people and have all of this catalog of just perspective in general. And I, and I, even if, especially if it's something that I want a knee-jerk re reaction against. Um, and just for me, this, this is such a cool... And I feel so privileged that every single one of these people on here, even though, like, I didn't mention the ones who are returning guests all the time, like Jordan and Joe, because, you know, you guys have probably heard of them enough, and I don't need to say their names, but th they'll get their own little special shout-out in, in coming up. Don't worry about that. But th this has just been my way of kind of coming full circle with this stuff. And... Um, that's just kind of the year in a nutshell for me and it just kind of giving each one of the people that came on here I forgot to mention too is that Dan Thiel and Wyatt Mock came on as a duo for the first time and that was their longest podcast at 200 two hours and 45 minutes they got a little uh competitive and they're like how long is the longest one and that was a fun one so I don't know it's just really cool guys and, and I think just from a listener perspective if you guys are longtime listeners and stuff Please uh, feel free to send me anything on social media or Instagram. Like, what are your guys' favorite episodes? Like, I seriously want to know because it, that's part of, like, for me. Like, I have my personal favorites, like uh, Michael Greenberg. Like, you should probably be able to tell, like, which ones are my favorite. But, like, I, like Michael Greenberg is one of my personal favorites. Uh, uh, Brian Peters is also one of my favorites. Like, it's really cool to just be able to go back and listen to some of these things. And I can learn from them. And, or, and just in general, just I think having this open conversation is just really cool. The last thing I do want to mention is just for, for a little fun sake. Um, on the website now at feedingcuriosity.net, um, we have the the 
most popular episodes at the top. So we have Diana Fernares, Brian Peters, Claudia Scorin, Nick Bugle, and Dan Thiel, episode 22. So those are our top five episodes. Um, th- th- it's just there is how the numbers fall out. But yeah, I just wanted to throw those out there. So if you guys haven't listened to those ones, those are the some of our most popular episodes uh, as by you, the viewers, our listeners. So if you haven't, go check those out. And here we go with more shout-outs. I want to talk about the philosophy of feeding curiosity. So when this first started, like I said, it was all about conversation and being open to discourse and changing your opinion and just having as many facts out there as possible so that we can make the best decision possible to orient our lives. And also it's about taking ideas to, from different areas and then combining them together. And currently right now I'm, I'm taking a course called Finding Your Best. Uh, it's a website called competetothecreate.net and that's um, a website built around high performance psychology with uh, Michael Gervais and Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, and uh, Michael Gervais is the high-performance psychologist for the team as well. They, uh, he runs, or Michael Gervais runs a podcast called Finding Mastery, and so I'm doing this course right now because I thought it would be amazing to be a part of these high-performance or people that are interested in high-performance in the way that I am. I listen to his podcast, and I really love it. It's, to me, something about listening to high-performers articulate how they orient their life really drives me. From the podcast, which we'll be hearing this week, I came up with a philosophy uh, for myself. And so my philosophy is to be present, be curious, be authentic. I spent the better part of a full day, and I don't expect this thing to be relevant for the rest of my life. I expect to iterate this thing, but I, I, I do feel it to the core of my being because part of what I do now is being present because I feel like I need to be more mindful back to the, the why I resonate with Michael Greenberg. I think being curious is part of my core of who I am, which you'll hear a story about later. And the last part is being authentic because I, I truly believe that if I am who I am, true to myself, that should resonate with everyone. Because the, what I find to be the most draw is the authentic side of being able to convey who you are and being able to articulate that effectively and also unashamed of why you are the way you that you are basically and to be fully aware of where your shortcomings are um but on top of that it got me thinking about what fjording curiosity represents and it's going to be really similar to what i stand for for myself but it's not going to be the same so what i came up with feeding curiosity is as simple as this think question synthesize and so that means for me at least the way i see it is that the entire ethos of what we're creating what this is supposed to do or at least i hope is that everyone every time someone listens to something and this doesn't even just stand for the podcast this is just a general life rule for at least the way for me you should be able to think about whatever that thing is question what you know or question what you hear and then you should synthesize what you already knew and what your question what you answered your question with to create the next question. And so you could do that over and over and over and over again. Um, so the, there, there you go. So the feeding curiosity now is, is all about thinking, questioning and synthesizing new ideas forever. But this isn't something, this is something you can do for yourself. And I truly, truly, truly think you should do that. But it also is about challenging others 
for what you think about as well and questioning what other things too and not just take it for a grain of salt or take it with a grain of salt so that's one of the things I hope you can take away from this and that's part of the reason why I think books are so important and again like you'll you'll hear a story in a little bit why that I think it's so important get to the acknowledgments section of this so I just want to give a huge 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 shout out to every single guest that we've had on here um, most of them have been people I've known for most of my life but some of my closest closest friends but we'll get to them in a second I really want to start with all of the guests who are not closely close to my friend circle basically and and it's really important for me that those people really know um, what this has all been about and I, I really can't thank them enough for being so forthcoming and candid for what they've been able to share on this show and it, it really is amazing that I like I said I feel like the conduit for the stories that they share and, and I feel like it's less about what I'm doing here and more about that they feel comfortable enough to share what they they are willing to with me and you know having this microphone here and just being the the person that gets to be privileged enough to have this this setup to that then I get to distribute it basically all, all over the world you know it's just a matter of someone finding it and listening to it and I really hope that those people learn something from it and at the very least like the, some of my favorite things is for me is is whenever listeners and guests and stuff and they come back and give me feedback and they say hey people are listening to the podcast and they're like man i really like you know this one and or like at work and i hear people like hey i listen to one of your episodes it is so awesome like i had a couple of friends from niu who just listened to the podcast and they they are fellow students of mine that that would come to the podcast and say hey man i listen to your podcast it's helping me work out more and you know who you are and uh I had other people say, hey, man, I listened to a couple of your episodes. It was really cool. Like, it's really, I hope it works out for you. Things like that. Like, it feels super awesome just to hear someone say they listen to it. Because I, like, it's really weird. Like, even though I put these things out there and I just see numbers that kind of come up, it's, I don't know, you know, what that's doing. Like, I, I don't know who that person is or why you're listening or how much they're listening yet. Like, I really just want to get more feedback. So if you guys, you know... Any little bit goes a long way, and that's why every single episode we release has a link with all the social media stuff, either my personal ones or the ones that are directly in the website or for the Feeding Curiosity ones, and I really encourage everybody and everybody to reach out and, and t tell me what you guys like, because that's part of it. Like, it's really cool. And last but not least, I, I got to give a few shout out to all of my friends uh, Joe Jakowski, Jordan Chris, Mike Dakona, Eric Carrera, Ben Kavelnik, Moises Martinez, Dante Brooks, you guys and, and everybody, you know who you are. I feel like I'm missing people, and Mary Beth and stuff like that. Like you guys, I don't shut up about this podcast, but without any of them being able to like bounce ideas off and send pictures of things and just talk, like just having them on the show. And getting them on the show because like I I bugged the hell out of all these guys to 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 be like hey man I really want you to come on the podcast because I think you have something worth talking about and some of them have a little bit of cold feet but then as soon as they do it, it it's like yeah, it's magic happens at least the way I see it and it, part of it 
is is them and whenever i talk about what's going on with the podcast i usually wind up saying we and they usually stop me and say dude it's all you but i really don't think it's me like i feel like i'm in service to to them and to you the listener because th- this this thing doesn't like i feel like i'm just sharing the things i learn and the things that i'm privileged enough to be surrounded by <laughs> and and it's just really fun to to do this and i i feel like uh, like kind of shy to explain this right now but yeah it, it's just really really special for me to just have the opportunity and I, I i can't one more special this is a really special one because so my brother nick wenzel he is a man behind the scenes and he really hasn't been too vocal i mean lately he's been more vocal so the reason the thumbnails and things look so much better than they did and the new logo is my brother helped redesign all of it he helped redesign the website. He helped redesign the, the thumbnails and all that stuff. And without his his knowledge and expertise, so the the photos he's taken for all the thumbnails of the close friend group, and it 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 just part of like that like having that little thing that sets us apart. Really, I don't know. It it's, it's so special to have you know this group, a collective group of people that have this really diverse interests, and we are articulate enough and i really need to get nick on here because his story is amazing um it's very much parallels this kind of trajectory of just self-learning and discovery with all this stuff and it's just so cool um and and we're gonna get into my story of of learning and discovery first in this next section so hang on tight and then we're gonna wrap up with something a little extra special so one more thing guys and then we'll get this show on the road a little bit about me because i don't know if i've shared a lot about who i am really like you guys get bits and pieces of it from like what i'm learning currently right but the person i like a part of the the drive for me was that people you see people as a finished product from who they are at this standpoint with all the successes at the forefront right but you don't see the hard work the dirty work the the long nights the late hours and all that stuff like for example today i worked like a crazy 10 something hour shift or 12 hour shift today um and got home like 9 p.m after working all day and instead of being upset or frustrated or whatever i came home and now i'm recording this episode for you guys um so it goes live today on the one year of feeding curiosity and you know that's part of like my another like part of that philosophy stuff is is just being in the moment and enjoying what we have right and so for me like i always talk about books as as like one of the cornerstones of what this is all about you know downloading information and you can challenge yourself and learn new things every day no matter what so like for me i have a book with me at all times even if I don't know if I'm going to read it, it's in my bag. It's either in my gym bag or my backpack or whatever. It, there's always a book on me. Like my phone's got Kindle on it too. Um, and so my story starts like this. As this And this goes way back in, in like first, second grade. I was a little kid who, who actually couldn't spell. Uh, I had very bad grammar and writing skills. Um, and then and on top of that, I didn't have any reading comprehension skills. Um... From there, for my first four grades, I believe, four or five grades, four grades, I was in extra, like, I would pull, pull pulled out of elementary classes to do an extra, like, hour or something of reading comprehension because I couldn't 
didn't know what I was reading. And I guess for many of you, this is pulling back the curtain. For me, it was it was hard. It really was hard, and I did not enjoy reading. I didn't apply it. I didn't like it, and it was just not fun. Um, and there's a lot of cultural things built around that, and why I didn't enjoy it because I was just not interested. Plain and simple, like the things we were made to read or whatever. And to this day, I still remember it as I had a fourth grade teacher. Her name was Miss Biznak, I believe. Um, and I remember her pulling me out of class or stopping me one day when we were at the library and stuff. And she said, Eric, you know, you don't have to read what everyone else is reading. And that was like when we were reading books where it had like the little number in the corner of like what grade you were or how difficult it was supposed to read. So I never really read things that were, you know, much more difficult than they should have been. And I don't know why, but <laughs> but from whatever she said or whatever that clicked, it was it just kind of resonated with me and and it was like wait really like duh but but for as a little kid I I just didn't think that was a thing and and from that day forward I, I remember my my dad is also a superstar in this regard because he would as a little boy he would always tell me and my brother you know knowledge is power was one of his quotes and and from there we we always he would buy me books for some reason he started buying me books and one of the first books he ever bought me was, it was a, a an adult actual thriller novel. I want to say I was in like fifth or sixth grade when he first bought this. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it, the co-author is Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. I've talked to them about them before on the podcast. And he bought one of their books for me. And that like blew the floodgates off of reading for me. Um, and, and I, and from there I started reading a whole bunch of, uh, fiction, storytelling, mysteries, lots of sci-fi, lots of Star Wars books and stuff like that. And, and from there it just became crazy. And I want to say around senior year of high school or so, I, I finally got into nonfiction cause I never really read a lot of nonfiction. I was always reading books, uh, all through high school. Even if we had books that were assigned to us, I was reading them, uh, reading books in parallel of each other so i'd like read assigned reading and then read my own books in between everything else because i just i just enjoyed it it was just my way of escaping from the world really because i i was pretty introverted and shy as as it would one would expect probably not too um hard to imagine the type of person i probably would be in in high school and and stuff like that and from there like i really kind of found this love of escaping you know and i got really into fantasy like lord of the rings and silmarillion being some of my favorite books ever in the fantasy genre and really helped shape some of like my own interest there and but getting into nonfiction, kind of circling back was one of the things that really struck me i read guns germs and steel by jared diamond uh, it was either like senior year or freshman year of college or so and which was now like five four-ish five-ish yeah five years ago so longer than expected but there was something about that book that all of a sudden it was like slapped me in the face and i was like oh my god like if everybody read this book the world would be a different place and and <laughs> like this this helps like paint a picture of like why the world is the way it is kind of thing and i was like if it, it kind of made me realize that oh my god books are ways to change your thinking and and fast track you know ways of answering questions and things like that and it, it just 
opened the door to me. And then I was like, wait a minute. Like now, like being the person that I am now, you know, I, I was able to realize that maybe not everybody knows where to even start, right? Like <laughs> a lot of people I talk to, they're like, I don't even read anymore or stuff like that. And, and then it's like evolved even further with, with because of podcasts, because of this medium that I'm going to being trying to communicate to you guys is the the quest for ever increasing knowledge is what kind of helped me understand that reading can be or information can be downloaded in in audio form just as effectively as reading form and um you know maybe it's harder to, to have notes that you can go back onto but for some reason the form feels sticky enough that i you know or just or at least it captures the emotion a little not effectively because it depends on the writer but it, it allows you to be able to capture and download information in a different format for some people uh, because you can do it while doing other things like working out which um some studies have shown that when you're moving around and activating motor neurons and things like that you're able to contextualize the information you're listening to and be able to recall it more effectively uh don't actually quote me specifically on that because i might have messed it up but there's science behind you know doing movement-based activity and listening to stuff to be able more effectively remember certain things so it's pretty cool like i don't know for me just being this person that that enjoys books and downloading information is, is one of those things it's a gift that keeps on giving and that's why on the website we have a book list it's trying to catalog all the books and i almost want to call it a library um that i think are worth reading and sharing to people and i now that i'm talking about it with the jared diamond book that actually needs to go on the website because it's not on there yet but by the time this goes live it'll be there and um yeah i just think it's really important to to just be open to new ideas and reading and i don't like again you don't need to read what everyone else reads like even though that little boy who i was i was reading comic books all the time i still do to this day and i have a ridiculously large collection um lots of spider-man <laughs> and uh star wars too and so like i even though i maybe wasn't reading books all the time i was still reading something and like, it doesn't matter as long as you read something i think this is what is really important and so this is just kind of pulling back the curtain on why i do what i do and again i talk about it it's process everything is a process i didn't start being this super articulate or i'm not I don't even think i'm articulate let's be let's just not even go there like i didn't start out as being someone who just gravitated to books and understood things and whatever like this has just been a slow inching climb to whatever this is now and i don't even think i feel like in the last five years is when i've actually finally figured out something like hit a, a golden path of something because like i i don't know go, growing up was it was fine but i just felt like i was kind of fumbling around and didn't really have to, for lack of a better term like self-esteem to understand or even know where where i stood with anything and um it feels kind of strange like even Courtney said it to me like she's like you were always one of the quiet quiet ones if you listen to her episode and now uh, she didn't say it during the episode like this is off there but like I, I, she's like you're always quiet and it's really cool that you're the one who's like coming out with this podcast so I don't know it's just like to see the evolution of myself in from a broad scale is is part of this whole journey and i'm now i'm going to be able to catalog it even more effectively as i experiment with many more things and you know all of this stuff is connected to the mind body and stuff like that and you know when you use the mind more effectively the body able is able to work more effectively in its own way as well because it's all connected and 
I don't know. Go read something, everybody. I'm rambling now, and I don't know where else to go. So let's go wrap up with the extra special deal. All right, everyone. To wrap up this year uh, in review and to kind of create, you know, the, the new era of Feeding Curiosity as it stands, we're going to be creating a challenge coin. It doesn't exist yet, but we have an idea. We're finalizing the design. And so the, the idea of the challenge coin is that it's an heirloom, basically. And if you, I have a few of these kind of coins on my desk from the Stoic era. So I have the Memento Mori, which is a memory of death and or no, reminder of death, basically, and being present. And it's, it says you could leave life right now. And I also have the another one, which is a little bit more positive, called the Amorfati, which is not merely to bear what is necessary, but is love it. And these sit on my computer right in front of me. I'm holding them right now as I told you about them. And as I was thinking about what I wanted to do to create something for you, the listener, and also as an heirloom for our guests that come on the show, we're going to create a challenge coin. And we're going to release this first one as a, as a year one, you know, a first anniversary type thing. Uh, a limited run for, for you guys if you want to buy one. And then all past and future guests will be getting a challenge coin as well. If you come on the show and the, the real reason behind it is, is that at the, the outset, I was thinking about, well, the, sh- the world doesn't need another shirt. Realistically, I, I don't want to make things that are useless. <laughs> right. And I would rather have something that carries more weight behind it. So the, the design that we're thinking of is, is going to have the, the logo on one side with feeding curiosity in the podcast. And then the other side, it's going to have the, um, philosophy that I explained to you guys before, where it's going to have think, question, synthesize, so that the, those of you who have one or buy one or whatever, it'll be there as a thing, as a reminder, basically to kind of, you know, f- center your life around it. If if that's what you, if you resonate with it as much as I do, because I think if we can get more people to to think in these ways or at least understand it, it's it's um, I think it, it's a really cool thing and. Uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it just feels really special to me and it feels right and, and the people I've talked to about it and um, challenge coins are from the military background. It's almost every branch of the military has a challenge coin or you can make a challenge coin custom made and with a lot of my friends who have served in the military, uh, I think it fits because I have a, a, nothing but respect for the military world and um, and just the ethos that we have here is, is I don't know, it, it's really special and we, you'll see a link when it goes live. And if you remember, we talked about a shirt probably. And we may do shirts, I don't know, down the road. But for this, I do I feel like having this coin is going to be a much more significant and sentimental thing uh, for, for you, the listener, who resonate with it. And then as an heirloom and my thank you to any guest, past and future, um, so if, for those of you who listen, if you've been on the show, I'll be reaching out once we have them and things so I can send them your way. Or better yet, as an excuse to get you to return on the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that's, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. I just really wanted to put this little bit of a short special episode together to kind of commemorate the, the first year of doing podcasting and feeding curiosity and sharing a little bit about me and 
you know, being vulnerable, really. And it felt weird. <laughs> it did feel very weird, especially to monologue in the microphone. But yeah, I, I this has been a crazy ride. And I, I feel very, very privileged. And when I first came up with this a year ago, I had no idea where it was going to take me. And uh, I was excited. And I am... I have a lot of role models and I mentioned a few of them like Michael Gervais and you know Tim Ferriss like basically the book list shows you who I really resonate with or any of the podcasts that I've shared here shows who I resonate with so I don't need to go through and spout them out right now but um it, it's it's crazy to to just do this to create something from nothing and to have full creative rights to say I'm going to do this and no one can tell me no <laughs> is is really fun and to have anyone listen to it is very very special so thanks for an amazing first year and um to an even more amazing year two um we're officially at over four thousand plays <laughs> in one year and that's not even the real number that's just what anchor tells me because we switched to anchor after about four months so yeah we're more than 4,000, so that's pretty cool. It's really, really cool, and we wouldn't be here without you guys, and it's really awesome. So stay tuned for more episodes, everyone, and thank you all for listening to the podcast. You just listened to an episode of Feeding Curiosity. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like, subscribe, Go check out the website over at feedingcuriosity.net and all the other things that we're doing there. And once again, thank you all for tuning in and we will see you in the next episode.